Throughout the Easter season, we'll be having our first readings for the most part come from the Acts of the Apostles, and also our second reading, uh, starting last week and the next four weeks as well, is going to be coming from the letter of St. John. And this is a very, very beautiful letter, and I encourage you maybe to, to read it sometime during this Easter uh, season. There's a first letter and the second letter uh, as well, but this first one especially really speaks uh, to, to, in a certain sense, to, to, to Christians. Uh, it would have been new Christians. I remember in the early church, people are being baptized uh, to left and, and right, and so they want to know, like, what are the ways we're supposed to live our, our Christian life? And so St. John writes to them, and when he writes to them as well, he actually calls them over and over again, either my beloved or my children. And that's what we hear today. Uh, St. John's saying, my children. And he means it in a very beautiful way. It's not like, oh, my children, what are you doing, <laughs> right? It's my children. And so as we hear today, my children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. He cares so much, he's writing them so you may not commit sin. But I love this next line. But if anyone does sin, which pause there right there, we all sin, right? And so St. John is writing to us, but if anyone does sin, ding, 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 that's us, right? This beautiful thing he says, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. And this is interesting, that John calls Jesus an advocate. You could also interpret it to be, to be the, a counselor. You could also interpret it to be uh, the, the paraclete, a paraclete uh, for us, which when we think of that, we think that kind of sounds like the Holy Spirit, which is true. We also call the Holy Spirit advocate, counselor, uh, paraclete. But St. John is saying it's not only the Holy Spirit that is with you, which is amazing and awesome, but Jesus Christ is as well. This next line as well, this next verse. He is expiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. Even that word expiation, he could say, interpret a different way. He is atonement for our sins, which that goes back into the Jewish religion, right? That, that, that atonement, that, that offering for our sins. That is Jesus who is our perfect sacrifice. But I want to go back and kind of just focus on that word, that word advocate. That Jesus is our advocate. What does it mean to be an advocate? Well, we could think of this somewhat in legal terms, you know, the, uh, the, the, the victim's advocate, the client's advocate, the um, whatever, the, the um, legal advocate, we could say. Is someone who speaks on the behalf of someone else. But that's not the only thing that an advocate does. An advocate also walks with someone and, and walks with them to, to help them. And that's what Jesus wants to do for us. And he's actually the, the perfect advocate in our life, that he wants to walk with us at all times. You know, there's other advocates in our life that we're going to have. We could, we could think of, you know, a very, uh, a very worldly thing. Uh, uh, Peter Brown and I were watching. Uh, we we're going to expose to people we were watching last night. But Peter's a big fan of Taekwondo. And he says, Father, do you mind if we watch a UFC fight? So that sounds good to me, right? We can do that. So we're watching a UFC fight. As you see a, a fighter going to the ring, who goes with him? 
his whole entourage. And what do they do? They stand back there with like some flag or something. They really don't do anything at all, right? But why are they there? They're there to walk with the fighter into this fight. So they're an advocate for them. They're walking with them. But it's still the fighter who has to get in the ring. Let's use a much better example that's not as controversial, all right? Let's use something inside happens inside of this church. Weddings, right? How beautiful it is on, on weddings on the day of your marriage that usually the bride, you know, a tradition we have, if, if, if they want to, is for the father of the bride or the mother as well of the bride to walk with the bride down the aisle. Why is that? It's not like I'm handing you over, here you go. That's not what it is. They're walking down with the bride, with their daughter, because their daughter is about to go to do something amazingly huge and important in their life, and they want to be able to support her, walk with her. And this is so beautiful. But even then, though, they have to let go. Jesus wants to walk with us all the time. And he does. He's always there. He's always our advocate. He's always with us in our life in good times and in times that maybe we even turn away from him. In times that we sin. He doesn't abandon us. What does he do? He keeps on knocking. He's saying, let me in. He keeps on pressing on our heart. He says, I just want to walk with you. I just want to love you. I just want to give you grace. But what do we do so often? Because, as St. John says, because, as St. John says, because we're sinners, we turn away from him. We, we push him away, say, I don't want you in my life. I don't want you to, to walk with me. I don't need you. But Jesus is still present. And he's always there. What we need to do is, is let him in to be, yes, an advocate, but to be our Savior, to be our God, to be able to walk with us where? To that eternal homeland in heaven. And so we, we let him in. We let him into our life. And when we do this, our life will continue to be transformed. And how beautiful this is, as St. John says, that Jesus is there as our advocate. All we have to do is let him be present. You know, it reminds me of a story uh, that I shared actually last year for confirmation. It reminds me of a story I heard. It was a story of a, an older couple who were going on their Sunday drive. And so they got out their classic 1967 Chrysler in mint condition. They decided they were going to drive around Lake Minnetonka, kind of do that, that lake drive and, and look at the sailboats or look at all those other boats out there, look at the birds, and, and they're driving, and it's, it's a grand old day. It's a, it's a beautiful day like it is today, and that, and that beautiful Chrysler. Remember, those, those Chryslers uh, back then had that big old bench seat, so it's almost like driving a boat, right? Those are sometimes my favorite cars. And so they're driving this big old boat, and they come up to a stoplight, and there's a it's a, <laughs> a jalopy of a car in front of them. It's a 1985 Malibu rusted out. That's what, by the way, the Carlsons used to drive, right? Uh, with the ceiling falling down and everything else, right? And so they see this car in front of them, and that too has a bench seat. And sure enough, it's a young couple, and they're in the car in front of them. 
And in that car in front of him, that Malibu, you have the, the, uh, the guy driving, and the female is right next to him, kind of leaning up against him, right? In an inappropriate way, by the way, right? But that's what you can do in bench seats. You get really close, and there's still an open space over here, but she wants to be as close as possible uh, to, to the driver because she, those two are madly in love. And so in the Chrysler, the wife is looking, and she says out loud, Honey, remember when we used to be like that? Remember when we used to drive around, and we were always right next to each other? And the husband looks at her and says, Sweetie, I do, and I haven't moved. You have. This is our relationship with God, by the way. He's always present. He's not going to move away from us. He's there. And what we're called to do is to lean into him and to be madly in love with him and let him be part of our life. This is why he came into the world. He came so we may have life, life eternal. He came so that he could be our Savior. And all we have to do is allow him in. And he'll give us that peace that we're longing for, that grace that we're longing for, eternal life that we're longing for. And so today, let's let Jesus Christ be our advocate, be our Savior, and be our God.